What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Unwanted Opinions podcast. Of course, it's me, Reagan, and I'm here with the one and only KT, uh, and we're back for episode four. What up, what up, people? Episode four, here to <laughs> here to put some flavor in everybody's ears today. <laughs> we're just going to jump right into it. Um, this is a playoff special for the WNBA. Uh, I'm going to release it on, you know, a different date. So, hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, let's get to it. Sparks versus Seattle. Sparks win 92-69. to 69. It was a blowout. Blowout is not even the word, honestly. <laughs> that was more of a beating. It was your mother as a child making you go get the switch from the tree. And then tell you to come back and it better not be a small switch or you're going to get it more. That's what that was. That was a beating. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even a game. But you got to give credit to what credit's due. And um, Seattle, they fought the entire season. They did not give up. Because when their two stars went out, they could have tanked. But they didn't. So I respect them for that. Seattle's kind of like me. You know how I said I felt about tanking? I think that was like what, two episodes ago or something like that, maybe last episode, when I was just saying I don't feel the – I don't understand the purpose of tanking. I just feel like tanking is a waste of time. To be – at least, like I said, at least be competitive, and I'm glad Seattle had dignity and didn't go out like that and just tank and try to get whoever they can. Like, I'm, I appreciate them actually playing, and look what they got them. It got them in the playoffs. It got them to the second round of the playoffs, to be exact. Right. Um, so, Sparks play the Sun next. KT. Who you got? Who you got? I mean, of course you guys probably already know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick L.A. I I mean, I'm an L.A. fan. But if L.A. If L.A. doesn't win, I'm going to have to say Washington wins the whole thing. But I'm going to pick L.A. for this series. Obviously, I think L.A. can do it. I feel like L.A. can beat Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut's a strong team. Uh, they they have been a strong team all season, but LA LA can can pull it off. I mean, especially the charter flight. I think the charter flight definitely helped. They didn't have to leave at like nine forty five tonight or whatever they were gonna leave. So because they got that extra day of rest and they got that that you know them charter flights and stuff, I'm going with LA. Yo, I saw the video. I think CP posted a video on her Instagram story today with them on the charter flight. And they were sitting at a table. I'm just like, yo, what yeah. kind of fight is this? I, you know, I'm yeah. not used to seeing this as a fan. So it's great to see, you know, that, that they were actually granted that. And we'll see how it turns out. I'm also picking the Sparks, not just because I'm a fan of the team, but just because I think that they they can pull it off. I'm not saying that it's going to be a blowout like oh, they definitely did. Seattle, but it is, it's definitely not. It's going five games at least. You think so? I think so. I don't, I don't think it, be easy. It, it, it's not going to go five games. I think so. It's, it's going it's five. Not, it's, it's not going to It's gonna going five. Games. It's if, going five. If it goes five games, I will be surprised. It's going five. I can see that game going five games because you have – now, if they can shut down Courtney Williams and if they can stop John Cole Jones for, for, from putting up MVP-like numbers like she – had you know during the season then i you know maybe maybe it won't go five games but it's definitely I, five games i'm I, i'm calling it five games if it goes less than five i'll be surprised but five games okay we'll, we'll see who's right because i've been right lately i've been right <laughs> oh you oh but you were you were wrong who was supposed to win rookie of the year though you was definitely wrong about that one no the WNBA was wrong oh Lord. They, they were wrong but <laughs> You know, a lot of people feel that congr- way. Congrats to to Collier on winning Rookie of the Year. I still feel like the decision was wrong. I'm I stand by my word, and that's it. Because if let's be real, if you're gonna look at full season stats, then Rookie of the Year was coming from Indiana. I disagree. Dis- oh, she was pretty. I disagree. Double double. Yeah, but she started doing that late. She started doing that in August. Whose fault is that, though? Is that is that her fault or is that the coach's fault for not giving her a chance in the game? I mean, you can put it in 
in in both people's perspectives. But I mean, in this case, I guess you could say Pokey because she didn't put her in the best position. But I still feel like because it was so late in the season and she started getting consistent so late, that's why she wasn't even in the running for Rookie of the Year. Whereas Arike and Nafisha were consistent for for the better half of, of their of their rookie years, basically, with Nafisha being a little bit more consistent, in my opinion. That's why I think that, you know, Tierra wasn't even considered. But she did get on the all-rookie team, though. She did get on the all-rookie team. Which is still pretty dope. Which is still pretty yeah. dope for her. I mean, yeah. shouts out to her. She had a good year. I, I just, once again, the WNBA was wrong on that pick. But anyways, <laughs> to the next game. Scott versus Aces. Yo. Okay, first, first of all, I'm going to give you guys a little insight of where I was when I was looking at this game. So I was at this seafood restaurant, right? You have to love technology because you could just watch all sorts of games anywhere. I was at this seafood restaurant, and I'm looking at the game, and I'm looking at the score, and it was a back-and-forth game. Pretty Basically, the whole game was back-and-forth. And then, like, you see that it's down to 10 seconds in the game. You're like, oh, Chicago's about to pull this off. You know, Sloot's a very smart point guard. She's going to do what she needs to do do for them to pull the game off hold on to the ball boom that's it but then you realize once the play starts I don't know what happened I don't know if she got nervous I don't know if she panicked but instead of her holding onto the ball and getting fouled and shooting those free throws where they would have went up by like what four points or something like that two three four points something like that she panics she tries to throw the ball to Diamond to Shields Derrica Hamby comes off with uh, an amazing still you can say it's pure luck as well but an amazing still she read that pass perfectly to the point where she tiptoes on the sideline a lot of people said she stepped out it's kind of hard to see it's not clear but she tiptoes across the sideline and just just throws up the worst shot and it, it was a bad shot one of the worst shots i've ever seen to the point where she gets lucky and makes it if you if that's not one of the best WNBA playoff games that you've seen like in a while i don't know what was I mean, it, it left me shook. I was speechless. I didn't know what was going to happen. As soon as she shot the ball, I was like, that was a terrible shot. What is she doing? And then it goes in. And it was all net, too. Like, it didn't hit anything but net. That was crazy. So, like KT, let me just tell you what I was going through through this game. My Saints were playing. My quarterback was down. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater was in the game. We were losing. We got screwed over by the refs. And so I got one game going. I got another game going. I'm looking at my iPad at this playoff game. And, of course, all my attention is there right now because it's it's going back and forth. And it had been, you know, going that way since the third quarter. So I'm looking at the game. I see, I see the turnover. I see the shot go up. And as soon as it goes in, I'm just – I just lay on the couch like I'm dead. <laughs> because that shot, like KT – that was one of the worst shots. And if she would Terrible. have if she would have missed it, she would have gotten all the blame. Terrible shot. But, but I mean, what what can you do about it? There's nothing you can do about that. That just I mean, no no clock management, no clock awareness is what I meant to say. No clock awareness. But man, the luck of that shot. And if you follow the aces on social media, you see that they practice half court shots every day during practice. And it just so happened. I think Dierica um made the half court shot yes the day before the game. So I mean, wow. That's that's all I can say about that. Wow. Cause that that, that game was amazing. That was that was a. Uh... That was a miracle shot. Like a, a lot of people are comparing that to the shot that Teaspoon made, mm -hmm. you know, when New York was playing against Houston. I still feel like the one that Teaspoon made might have been a little bit better only because there was less time on the clock and she was further, you know, closer to half court than Dierica. But I'm gonna give Dierica her credit. Like she had a great she had a great game. Like not only do you get six women of the year, like you you get you get your six women of the year honors and then you make Thank a you. shot like that to, to give your team like, a win. To, to give your team a win. I mean, they do have to play a hard team in Washington, but they're playing a Chrissy Tolliver uh, less team in Washington. So no, no, because she's come. They they made an announcement that she's gonna play. Oh, well, that's new. That that that's that's breaking news then because 
I literally read less than an hour ago that she's probably probable and won't play. So look, never mind. I mean, hey, well, uh, well, I, I hope. Um, let's just say I hope it works out for them then, because we know what happens. Washington's such a great team, especially when they get their shooter back, Chris Tover, who hasn't played in like what since like August eighth or something like that because of that injury. Now she's back. I don't think she'll, you know, be exactly herself yet, but that's that team just got a lot more dangerous now with her coming back. I mean, it's 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 gonna be interesting. And once again, I I am um I mean I, I hope KT is back. Like I said, I saw something on Twitter with it. So <laughs> we're we're gonna roll with yep. I mean, we're we're gonna roll with that. Um, I mean, Mike oh. said that she's probably she's probably gonna play tomorrow against the Aces. They won't know for sure into shoot around, but um, he doesn't think she'll start. But they may put her, yeah. you know, on a small a small minute limit uh, for the game. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Wait, wait, one more thing before we before we go past the WNBA news, Reagan. I know you saw this this crazed fan, right? That mm-hmm. was, I don't want to call it attacking because he didn't attack, but that came on the court after the Sparks game and tried to give Neko Gumake his phone number. So I was at the game and I saw this dude doing push ups on the sideline before all this took place. And I was kind of just looking at him like, what is he doing? And then yeah. there was, uh, there was other, you know, people were, there was other things being said that he was acting really shady in the concession stand line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like this dude in general was just acting completely weird the whole game. And that's a scary situation. Normally Staples Center security is a lot more on top of their game like that. So the fact that they even, you know, he was even able to get, able to get as close as he court. did. Yeah. yeah, like his fact, the fact that he was able to get as close as he did was kind of scary. I mean, yeah. normally Staples Center security won't let you. Like there was a lady who got in trouble because they thought she was selling t-shirts when she wasn't. So like Y'all are getting mad at fans who you think are selling shirts, but you guys couldn't keep this guy contained before he could touch the court. Like, that's a scary situation. I'm glad everybody's okay and nobody got hurt, but that dude was just being weird the whole game. Yeah, uh, there was actually videos going around of him doing push-ups during the game, um, you know, which is interesting. But I saw the video of them, like, tackling him, and man. Yeah, that, I mean, I read today um he's he's got a thousand dollars bond so he'll probably get out because you don't you know if anybody knows how that works you don't have to pay the whole a thousand dollars you got to pay like 500 of that so he'll probably get out but he's definitely probably gonna be banned from staples from probably a year or two maybe three yeah i mean it was it was a crazy situation and i know he had a piece of paper in his hand so and there was rumors going around you know that he was trying to give them his number but like Come on, bro. It's an easy way to do it. You had you had court size seats. That's what I'm saying. Like, won't you just wait till she walks by and just be like, "Hey, I'm a big fan. I'm trying to shoot my shot. By the way, here's my number." Instead of just running, yeah. and then on top of that, like, it, it may get blocked, but you made yourself look like a like a donkey out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not only that, if I'm a female, and well, I am a female, but like, <laughs> I am a female. Let me get that straight. I am. A female but like as a female that's kind of scary to have a, a guy that you don't know run up to you with something in his hands at quick glance you don't know it's a piece of paper it could be a little plastic knife it could be whatever yeah. trying to poke you but I do love how Shanae stepped in and was like nah I'm protecting my older sister like did you see the article she basically was saying that NECA's expendable and I'm not so I'm gonna protect her at all costs so if and he was you, gonna step- you know that's that's what I thought that's yeah just, that's the first thing I thought yeah like she protected NECA and was like no move out the way I got this so that's real sisterhood like she's willing to take on a crazy grown 28 year old man for her sister because she's like we need NECA too much in the playoffs hurt me instead yeah that's 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 that love that's that love I don't know if I love a lot of people like that Oh, Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I, I there's a few. I'll do it for my niece. And, and, and then people out there, I, I would step in front of a a plastic knife for. I mean, I'll, I'll do it for my niece. My brother bigger than me, so he can he can handle that on his own. But like, I'll do it for my niece for sure. <laughs> I, anybody else? I don't know. You want your own, Reagan? You know, if we ever kicking it somewhere in a, a, a crazy fan if we ever get fans like that comes at me i'm running that's I mean, why you're you not my that, that's why you're not my mvp wow 
That right there. I'm I'm the I'm your rookie of the year though. No, so that's all that counts. Arike is my rookie of the year. But look, I'm not about to upset any Arike fan. Arike was dope, but I mean, I think the right person won it. Anyways. <laughs> so, Crystal. Yes. The Bears gotta win. Y'all they gotta sure did. They we sure do. <laughs> Eddie. 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 And look, I'm I'm gonna say this by name. So we have a listener a listener of ours who's actually a good friend of mine. Her name is Tatiana, right? I'm putting her on blast because she was trying to say that we weren't gonna win that game. Meanwhile, her Steelers are out here looking terrible. And I mean, I, I shout, you know, it does suck that Ben Roethlisberger's off for the season, but beyond that, I told her her Steelers was gonna be trash anyway. And she tried to cover my Bears, and she was trying to say that we was trash and we had no kicker. Look what happened yesterday. We end up kicking. Mitchell Trubisky had a clutch drive for us to get in field goal range. Look at that. I'm telling y'all. Y'all better respect my team. In the youngin's offense, and I call her youngin because I know her as well. In the youngin's offense, or defense, sorry. <laughs> Chicago Bears fans do talk a lot of trash. No, first of all. I don't, I don't, I don't all, know who's worse. Y'all are the Cowboys. No, I'm just First of all. Bears, but like. First of all. We don't talk that much trash. Yeah, y'all do. No. Ever since y'all, ever since y'all got Trubiscuit, we haven't been able to keep y'all under control. I don't understand. You don't get enough of calling my quarterback Trubiscuit. You're gonna. I'm gonna send some trolls and goonies after you. Oh, and you said you don't know which fans are worse. I can tell you which fans are worse. This is a different sport, but the Minnesota Lynx fans be wild. If we talking about if we're talking about bad fans and I, and 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 that's not to say that all Minnesota Lynx fans are wild because I've met some cool ones but majority of their fans are terrible. They're so delusional. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they're delusional. But um, no, I, I you know I'm I'm happy y'all got the win. Well, you better be because y'all can only lose three more games. Like I I want you to be right. I do. Listen, 12 and 4. I'm telling you, you, 12 and 4. When y'all losing the playoffs, it's going to make it that much sweeter that y'all went 12 and 4 in the regular season. Wow. You're saying we're losing in the playoffs. Have you seen your secondary? At at least I said y'all made it to the playoffs. Have you seen your secondary? At least I said y'all made it to the playoffs. Ma'am, are you guys making it to the playoffs? Yeah. We will. Okay. You better hope that y'all can sustain enough wins to get before y'all get Drew Brees back, so you can make it to the playoffs. Okay, listen. The only the only thing is, I said that we were going eleven and five. We've only lost one, we we only lost one game so far, and that was yesterday. You Drew did? Brees is supposed to be out about six weeks. That gives that makes him coming back after the bye. So he'll he'll still have like seven weeks to. Not really wet rest, but practice, rest, recover. Which means y'all gonna go on five? What? what no, no, y'all no, be no, no. y'all be one and four. Because we can, so we can still no, no. I know for sure we can win <laughs> one game without Drew Brees. Which means <laughs> when when he comes back, we have to win every single game. Ooh, that's a tall task. And that is a, that's a tall task, but. If I did, if I did this correctly, which I think I did, we play the Seahawks this week. <laughs> we play the Cowboys next. So even if we lose those two games, that's just two. Two weeks have already gone by. We play the Bucks, bro, and we can't beat the Bucks. We got a problem. Y'all should beat Tampa Bay. Then they're, we play they're... the Jags. The Jacks got their own issues. Jalen Ramsey trying to leave. Let him come to the Saints so he can get revenge. Y'all do need a secondary. Y'all then we play do. the sorry, 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 sorry Bears. Don't talk about my team like that. Khalil Mack gonna run all over y'all. He tackle every like I'm telling you. If y'all get Drew Brees back, y'all gonna y'all might want to sit him out. Oh yeah, yeah. He might anyway, not be back actually. That's that, actually week that five. So that's, yeah. that's week five. Yeah, and if I know if I know my quarterback like I think I know my quarterback, I actually think that he may come back for that game. But he might want to sit that one out. He might want to. He might want to sit that one out. He might want to. Our defense. He should sit that one out. 
Then we got the Cardinals, which I'm not really worried about the Cardinals. And then our bye week. So the when I say we have the hardest starting schedule, we have the harding, hardest starting schedule. We Texans at Rams, at Seahawks, then we got the Cowboys. Hardest starting schedule. But it starts to loosen up a little bit. And First of all, you I'm, better throw them Bears in there with the hardest schedule. I said starting schedule. I know, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. You better throw our team all, in there. All in the middle, y'all in the middle of our schedule. But still, like we still, we're, we're still a tough competitor for y'all. But I said starting, so that's, that's like true. You did say starting. That's yeah, true. I'm, I'm giving you, that. you all respect. Y'all, in, nah. Y'all you in the middle. Us. You don't respect us. Anyways, my quarterback's gonna be Alfred. I I think he comes back at, uh, versus the Bears, but I wouldn't be upset if he comes back for the first game against the Falcons. I feel like, ooh, the Fal- that should be the Falcons should be an easy win. That um, should be, I mean, they always Matt, Matt, against us because that's rivals. I mean, I know, but Matt Ryan threw three picks yesterday. Yeah, he did, but they still won. So barely because of Julio Jones. But they barely, still I mean, won. that was a great, that was a good play. That was a good play. A win. Look, a win is but, a win. Y'all won by hey, a win is a win. Go. Listen, we know who didn't win this week, though. We know who didn't win this week, though. And it was the New Orleans Canes. Cool. That's bet. who we know didn't win this week. Bet. Bet. When Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> throws for 400 yards. That is against the oh, Bears. That is not realistic. Teddy Bridgewater. Against the Bears. Ugh. They can talk to me. Yucky. Against the, Teddy Bridgewater, 400 yards against the Bears. Okay, I'm going I'm to do this. That is yucky. 300 to 400. And then Kamara runs over 100 yards against y'all. I'll give you Kamara. Don't come talking. I'll give you that. Don't come talking. I'll give you Kamara. I'll give you Kamara. But Teddy Bridgewater. Ugh. Uh, I'm not going to give you Teddy Bridgewater. You can't have that one. I'll give you Alvin Kamara. Not Teddy Bridgewater. I'm done with Crystal, y'all. I am done with Crystal. She said Teddy Bridgewater. I can make a quarterback in Madden that's better than Teddy Bridgewater. And I ain't even got to put the ratings that high. And that says a lot. You want to know who Teddy Bridgewater is better than? Not Mitchell. Not Trim Mitchell. Anyway. Who got the win, though? Who got the win this week is all I'm Bro, saying. We, our records are the same. We won and won. We ain't no better than the other. Other than, I Listen. mean, we are better than y'all. But anyways, like I was saying. um, Yeah. Let's we'll see how this we'll see how this turns out. It's a long season. It's a marathon, not a race. The marathon continues. Shout out to Nipsey. Three, three and thirteen Saints. Better believe it. <laughs> All right, Katie. Keep it one hundred with me. Three, three, three and thirteen Saints. Katie, keep it one hundred with me. What? This pineapple balloon yes. pizza. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. Who's with pineapple on pizza? I like pineapple separate from my pizza. If you give me a pineapple pizza, I'm just gonna pick the pineapples off. Like I'm not gonna throw it away. But it like if now if there if there was pizza options, if we're at a restaurant or whatever, or if you order pizza and there's pizza options, the first piece I'm going to is definitely not gonna be pineapple pizza. That that that's nasty. I don't like that. I mean, whoever likes that, more power to you. But KT is not a fan of pineapples on pizza. I don't like, I don't like fruit on like savory foods. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, you know, it's kind of like when you have a salad and they put oranges in it and apples in it. For what? I don't understand that. Like, I, I just, I've never enough. been. But, that, but I'm saying, like, I just, I've, I've never been a fan of sweet things on savory foods ever. I got you. My, like I've never uh, my brother actually sent me this video uh Notre Dame posted and they were talking about pineapple on pizza. And yeah, I, I agree, pineapple does not belong on pizza. My brother loves pineapple on pizza. Mm. I also know a couple other people who like pineapple on pizza, but it does not belong. Mm. I will eat the pineapples That's... off of the pizza, but I will not eat the pineapples with the pizza. That is nasty. I just don't I just don't get it. Like that's like having Kool-Aid with no sugar. That's like having Kool-Aid with no sugar. Like that's just that's not right. You you don't there's just certain things that aren't right. That's like having chicken with no seasoning on it. Like who wants that? I mean, I I know somebody who wants it, but like who wants that? I was about to say, I was about to say, I was just about to say, I I know who wants it, but I ain't gonna say who wants that. (laughs) 
chicken be tasting like water. Like, ugh. <laughs> I was about to say, I know exactly a few people who want that. But oh I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to mention no names, but still, like, we, that's what pineapple pizza is like to me. We it's have like, to pocket this podcast, y'all. That's like, that's like barbecue with no barbecue sauce. Okay. Like, no, 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 no. Like, let's not, let's not comment on bar- barbecue with no barbecue sauce. If you cook your meat the right way, you don't need sauce. But I still, but dry rub is cool, but that's still kind of sort of, you could consider dry rub still kind of a sauce. I'm talking about when people be like, we barbecuing and ain't no barbecue sauce in sight. You just get a burger. Like, I mean, it's cool. I'm not saying it's bad, but I just rather have a little bit of sauce on my meat. No, I got you. Crystal like a little bit of sauce on her meat. I got you. (laughs) The, The way that sounds. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, we're about to switch switch gears in this question. So Reagan, um, my first keep one question for you is Maya Moore, right? So some news came out. Um, that seems like she probably won't play next year again. Um, you know, she's taking care of social justice issues, taking care of a situation of a guy that she knew who was wrongfully con- convicted. Um, do you see Maya Moore playing another quarter of basketball ever again? Or, you know, do you think she's done? Do you think she's coming back eventually? Like, how, how do you feel about it? She's not coming back next year. I feel pretty confident saying that. She's not coming back next year. I, I can see her coming back for one more year. And that be her, like, retirement tour, if you want to say that. But... I think she's done. I I mean, she was a big star in high school. She was a big star in college. She was a big star when she got drafted. You know, she's won her championships. I think she's done. I, I think she feels so satisfied with her career that she needs to go off and feel satisfied about something else. And what she's doing right now is making her feel that satisfa- that's the satisfaction that she felt from basketball. And maybe even more satisfaction than basketball. And I'm no hater when it comes to this. I I can say that she's had a great career. She's a great player. And if she decides that she's done, then, you know, what a great way to go out. What a, what a great career that she's had. But I will say (laughs) there will be some Lynx fans who Mm -hmm. have it and who are going to cry and just throw a fit about it. And to those Lynx fans, I mean, you have to realize this woman has done a lot for your organization. She puts your organization back on the map. So appreciate that. And y'all should have probably appreciated it a little bit more when you had it. I mean, I know one certain Lynx fan specifically who is going to make, he, he's going to say, oh, well, I knew it was coming. The career was, you know, her career was great. And then he's going to try to throw shots at a specific team, a team that I won't get into, but Reagan knows who I'm probably talking about. And then he's gonna say, "Well, your star is gonna retire soon too." But or I mean, going back to Chicago. Uh, look, oh, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I agree with you. She's done a lot for the game of basketball. I feel like she's burnt out. It's kind of one of those things where you, when you're so great at something, you want to see if you could be great at something else. It's still a competitive spirit, but just not competitive in the sport of basketball. It's competitive, like. In, in the sport of life and what she's doing is, you know, I think it's actually really good. I mean, she's, she's doing something for social justice and she's helping out a friend and hopefully, hopefully that it does work out, you know, hopefully they can realize he wasn't at the scene of the crime. I mean, I don't know much about the story, so I can't really explain what happened, but um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't play next year. And I agree. I think when she does play, maybe it's probably going to be one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm playing, but this is my last year. Because, I mean, Maya Moore is only 30, so she's yeah. still technically in her prime. So if she wanted to continue playing, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of years left in her career. But at the same time, I mean, she seems very focused on what she's doing, and she's not really in a rush to come back. And Definitely. I mean, you you can definitely tell she's happy with what she's doing. I mean, she doesn't seem like she's missing the game at all. I don't think I've seen her at any WNBA games all summer, actually. I think she's just been busy. Yeah, like she's just been busy doing her social justice work. So, I mean, that kind of that kind of tells you where she's at mentally with what she's doing. And I mean, I wish her the best with it. Whatever she does choose to do, I I hope she's, you know, the best at it. 
I, I hope she does great things. I mean, she seems like she's doing a wonderful job. Yeah. So, Maya, we wish you the best if you ever listen to this. And, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, she's she's had a great career. If Maya Moore listens to this, I'm a fake because that means we made it. I'm a, I'm a fake. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like Maya Moore. Listen to the podcast. I'm fa- I'm 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 a I'm a fangirl. Well, I'm not gonna fangirl because I'm too cool to fangirl. Like I'm too chill for that. But I would faint in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> Nobody would know. <laughs> I'm serious. Nobody would know. All right. The next question, which is a big one, we promise y'all that we would talk about this on the next episode. Bum, Here bum, we bum. are. Next episode. Katie. Should student athletes get paid? And if if your answer is yes, the next question is going to be so you can just go ahead and answer it. Should they get paid by the university in the NCAA, or should they get paid for their likeliness? Because there's two separate things. So you, Reagan knows my answer to this, but for everybody listening, I say yes. The student athletes should get paid. And yes, there are two different um, there are two different things. Like Reagan pointed out, um, some people are saying NCAA should pay them. Some people are saying they should get paid for their likeliness. I will say, for right now, they should get paid for their likeliness because I don't know how many times I've been driving by USC and I see a USC player's jersey, and it's just like they're selling these jerseys in the bookstore of these specific players, but they can't even get a piece of the pie that they're selling them for in the bookstore. Especially if you're going to use my likeness on a poster or a picture. I mean, there's no more NCAA games, so they can't really use their likeness for those NCAA games. But even going back to that, you had a lot of players, a lot of college players. And I understand mad because it's like, yo, we're playing ourselves in a college game, whether it be football, basketball, or even at one, one once upon a time, the NCAA baseball game. It's like we're playing as ourselves and we can't even see a little bit of money for this while we're struggling and while, you know, a lot of us could barely you know pay for food or pay for gas and like there's even there's even some athletes not all but there's some athletes who have to live in their cars because they can't you know their scholarships not enough for apartments and dorms so I feel like they definitely should get paid for their likeness likeliness I mean it's 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 kind of like these NBA players a lot of them are getting paid for being in 2k so it's like you're using their likeliness so it's why why can't a college student get paid for a person buying their jersey or like buying a poster with their face on it or something like that. I, I mean, I don't see the issue with it. I don't see why it would be a problem. Okay. I think you know that I disagree with you. I know. Yeah, I know you do. But I will say if there is a way that the NCAA can figure out some way to pay student athletes, then they should look into it. But from my research and my research alone, I'm putting that out there just from my research. So don't be jumping down her throat, people. I mean, they can jump down my throat all they want to (laughs) because I I have facts about this and that's just the way it is. It is not it's not possible to to pay the student athletes. And the reason I say this is because you have you have the issues of corruption, which is already there. You have the issues of Title IX, which they can't take away. And then you have the issues of profits. If you look at all three of those issues, it's hard to overcome not just one of them, but all three of them. When it comes to corruption, if they start to let these schools pay the student-athletes, then guess what? They have they have to figure out a way to do it equally. A school like Alabama can't pay me the same way a school like Vanderbilt can pay me. Because it's just it's it's just not possible. When it comes to Title IX. If I'm a football player, matter of fact, if I if I'm a men's basketball player at Notre Dame, they're not gonna pay me the same way that they're going to pay Crystal at Notre Dame because they'll say, oh, the men's basketball team brings in more money, so we're going to pay them more money. We're already seeing that issue in other sports, FYI, like the USWNT. <clears throat> and then here comes the last point, profits. 
most of the schools that were in the green, they were only in the green because of subsidies that they got from the government. Most people have to realize that the money that universities bring in from these players' jerseys or from ticket sales or from sponsorship, that goes into keeping the lights on. That goes into updating the facilities. That goes into meal plans, books. Like that, that stuff goes into that. So it's not it's not just a oh they're profiting they're you know they're making money off of these athletes yeah they're making money off the athletes but they're also putting the money back into the athletes and I mean that's that's just my that's just my take on it but once again <laughs> I I can get into more detail if you want to hear about it just hit me up on Twitter and um, yeah so when you said and I think I know what you're referring to when you said. I believe you said contra- that it might cause controversies. Is that what you said? Is that the uh, word you used? The, the corruption. 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 So this is where we go deeper into this little conversation. Guys, I know y'all going to love this. So the NCAA is corrupt anyway, if we're You're just right. being real. It, it's, it's a corrupt entity anyway. You have players that are already illegally receiving money anyway. You're right. So why not, <clears throat> like I said, just pay them for their likeliness. And I know, I know, and I, I do agree with you on the fact that you were saying that you can't pay certain schools and certain players the same. I get, I agree with you on that one, but unfortunately taking out the, the taking out like the women's sports and, and the U S women's national team at your job, not, not at your job, but like at people's jobs in general, sometimes I may not be getting much as the manager anyway. So for, so when you say like you have to like the pay won't be equal of course not not starting out I feel like when it comes to something like that when they do that they have to figure out how they're going to pay people first and then they're gonna have to figure out like how much each team gets and stuff like that because we all know for most schools except for maybe UConn because their football team is trash we all know for, for most schools that football brings in the most money and then certain teams baseball depending on you know what part of the world you're in but so when you say like we can't pay everybody the same amount i feel like you should pay for right now until you can kind of get a groove you you should pay each team what you feel like they're worth so for example like uconn women's basketball they're they're definitely worth a lot they're definitely i i, I know their jersey sales would probably triple compared to uconn's football team so you should pay them for their likeness pay them for the jerseys and pay them i guess what they're bringing in Whereas if UConn's football team, they obviously won't get paid that much because they're trash. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody enthusiastically go, oh, I'm going to watch UConn's football team play. Like, I, I that, doubt it. That, like That point, and I get where you're coming from, but that point takes away from the competitive, competitiveness of college sports, which is what everyone likes about it. Because I, if, 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 if I'm a top recruit, right, UConn, Notre Dame, Baylor, South Carolina – all, all for me. I go from looking at what each program can offer me as far as academic-wise, facilities-wise, mentorship-wise, and prof- I, I guess you can say professional development-wise. Mm-hmm. I go from looking at those three factors to, okay, how much money am I going to make by going to each of those schools? Correct. And I, I, I see that. I can if, see if that. If you want to look at it from that way, then just take athletics out of college and let them go straight to the pros. Because if, if we're being real, and I saw someone make this point on Twitter earlier, if we're being real, then we can compare that to all of these people who go to these research-based research, um, schools, do all these huge research projects for them, and get nothing. I can't tell you how many projects I've done for professional organizations because it was a part of a class that these professional organizations then use and continue to come back and steal ideas from students and not give them credit at all. Or I can't tell you how many magazines and how many pictures and how many social media posts me and other color, you know, people of color <laughs> were on so yeah. schools can, pro- can promote diversity if we're going to look at it from that way then pay me my money because you're and using they should I like, you, you're they using should. high likeliness they should they very no no 
they they very much and I and trust me, I get I do get your point in argument. So don't think I'm just like, oh, I don't I understand what you're saying. And you're right, they should. But that lets you know, like again, like I said, the NCAA is an entity, and a lot of these companies are entity. Like they could care less. Like if you were to realistically die today, your position would be open next week. Exactly. And. And I'm saying that to say, and that's no disrespect to you, so don't think I'm just no, no, like, no. you know. But like, I'm saying that to say, and NCAA is the same way. They could care less if a college quarterback was to get hurt right now. That's not going to stop their money flow. They're just going to be like, oh, well, there's there's plenty of them that's going to come in. It, so it, it's depends gonna... on, it depends on which university and which quarterback. Well, I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. Not, not, not the schools, the NCAA in general. It depends. Not, not the school. No, not the school. It's definitely in general. Like they, they're obviously they're gonna make a big thing about like, oh my god, this quarterback got hurt. This is a serious injury. But like, they're a few, maybe like two, three weeks from whoever it is that got hurt, they're gonna move on. They're gonna move on to a different story. They're gonna move on to a different person, a different situation. Because that's just how these companies are. Like they don't have time to sit here and worry about whoever got hurt that day or whatever case is like they're just going to literally move on to the next to them the next best thing because money moves like they're going to want to go to the next thing that makes the money which is why i don't see a problem with them paying athletes especially for likeness like there you like you know how especially football there have been a lot of football players who have got hurt in college and their career was over because of that so imagine if they could do something like you know when a baseball when a college baseball player gets drafted, they can put insurance on their arm or something. Imagine if they were able to do that in the NCAA. Like, imagine if they could get paid and put insurance on their body just in case they get hurt and they can't walk again because they play a high-impact sport like football. So it's just like, there's a lot that factors into it. And, I mean, I know Tim Tebow is kind of like on your side and he's talking about competitive nature. But when you have players that are getting paid under the table anyway as it is illegally and we know that there's a lot of players on all facets of sports that are getting paid illegally you still like for a college kid especially the ones that don't have anything a lot of them I feel like a lot of them that would make them want to play a little bit more because they're like oh this is what I can probably get more of this is this is what I want to play for like yeah there's some yeah you're always going to have those some like players who don't care and they're just going to play for money but I feel like if you love the game whether if, if you get paid like you're it's going to help you love it more because like oh I'm good at this I can actually get paid for this and half, half those players we all know like half the players in any sport in college are going to go pro anyway so might as well just get let them get money for their jersey sales while they can before they go off to the real world and work whatever job they may work if they don't make it in the league but if we know that they're not going to make it in the league, do you think that they're going to even get money for their likeliness? Yeah. No. Yes, because there's you only, have you have good, you players. have yes, but you have good players who are great in college and they never go to look at Shanta Oshahor. Look at her; she's a player who was really good in college and never made it to the league. She made it to the league; she just didn't survive in the league. But no, that's a that, 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 for another that, day. Yeah, but that still doesn't count. But 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 just in general, not even just her. Like you have players who have who were supposed to be. Um, was I can't what is this dude? I can't think of his name, but he used to be a running back for Ohio State and he didn't pan out, so he ended up start doing criminal activity. Like you have players like that. Just cause you're great in college on any sport, whether it's NBA, WNBA, with like whatever sport you play, you may not make it in the league, but that doesn't mean you weren't a beast in college. So that means your jersey in college still may sell. So they should still get a little bit of something if their jersey's selling. Just cause you get cut and you're bad when you go to the league, like a lot of people you didn't see that coming like a lot of people don't expect for people to be bust so it's just like if they're good in college i don't see why you can't like why they can't make money off of their likeness honestly i think the easiest way well not even the easiest way because there are going to be some issues with this too to settle this is doing the trial run they should if if you're if you're an athlete and i tell you okay you can get paid for your likeliness but you got to pay tuition. What you doing? A lot of that. And that's the problem. A lot of people can't pay for college, which is why they hope they can get scholarships. So a lot of people aren't going to take that deal. Like they're not going to be, they're not going to, if they can't afford tuition, they're going to be like, nah, like we can't do it. Now the athlete, like the people who, the more affluent athletes. Yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get paid and pay tuition. Cause we got it like that. But a lot of people don't have it. Like, that's why a lot of these athletes, like, 
a lot of the athletes do struggle because their parents can't help them with with with, with food or like can't help them pay their their college dorm room fees and stuff like that and some people like you've heard of a lot of athletes missing their chow hall times chow hall is a military term for people who don't know it just means like (laughs) cafeteria but like you heard of a lot of athletes missing the time when they can eat because they've been practicing for so long and they have to go to study hall that they miss when like it closes so you have a lot of athletes who don't have the money to pay for food and they can't eat. Whereas if they were getting paid for their likeness, I feel like they'd be able to to put groceries in their dorm and not have to worry about that. College athletes get paid. I'm just putting that out there. They do get paid. They get stipend. It's they part get, of scholarship. They, they get they get stipends. Yeah, it's most part of, of these college athletes get more money in stipends than I do make than I make a month. I'm gonna just put that out there for people. It's a stipend, yeah, yeah. It's for, they, for people who didn't know they get stipend. They get more money in, in stipends than than I make in a month, and I I, I work a full time job. Hey, don't let Reagan got money. Don't let her fool you. I work a full time job. Reagan out here balling. So, so so once again, you made the point of some people don't have it like that. Some people can't afford tuition, so of course they're gonna take the tuition. Well, guess what? There are some students out there, once again, who the college is using their likeliness. They can't afford tuition. What they doing? Because though? they're not getting paid. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like if they were getting paid, what what are, they'd what are they definitely be able to? What are, they, are they, they sucking it up? They're sucking it up. They sucking it up because college is college is to hone your skills. So in hopes that one day you can use it later down the line to make money. It's the same. College athletics is used to hone your skills so one day you can make it down the line and you can be in, at the point where you want to be. Now, once again, if if athletes want to get paid, make a league where make an amateur, not an amateur league because that's what college is. Make a league to the point where they can go and let them get paid. Even amateur Olympians get paid, though. We've seen it time and time again. I think if you would have put, if you would have taken an athlete and let them go straight to the NBA or straight to the NFL, it wouldn't have panned out the way that they wanted it to. It just wouldn't have. Yes, you have. Are you, are you, are you, are you speaking talent-wise? Talent-wise, but also... Physically, like physical and well, yeah, well, 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 yeah, of course. Like we're not we're not talking about the physicality. Like we're not talking about like the physical maturation of of players. Like yeah, I mean, but that's a, that's another option that people are saying. Well, just take you know, just just let them be able, just let the people who want to skip college go straight to the pros. Well, if they go straight to the pros, mentally, I don't think most prospects most prospects would be prepared physically. Most prospects wouldn't be prepared. And let's be real. I I just, it's just hard to see that happening. Every once in a while, yes, you get a LeBron. Every once in a while, yes, you get a Kobe. But not every athlete can do that. And I think that's where college comes in. Because you have all these three-star athletes, three- and two-star athletes out there who can't just go straight to the pros, who need college. And so this and this comes into play. You can't just look at one athlete and be like, oh, well, the, you know, there, there should be a league for these people. Because that's only a handful of people. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with there being college sports. Like, my issue is not, like, I, I, whoever's saying that, I don't agree with that because I feel like college sports is important as far as like developmental goes and all that stuff, especially football. Like if you have a high school kid that goes straight to the NFL, they're probably going to die out there right? because of just the speed of the game. So like, I, I don't, I, I disagree with that one because I just feel like college is worth something as far as um, like them being able to develop. But I just still, I still feel like they should get paid for it. I just like, I still my, my my whole argument. I don't know what that person was talking about, but my whole thing is, is they should definitely be getting paid for likeness and jersey sales and stuff like that. Like if I can go and buy a poster with 
USC's quarterback on there. He should be able to get a piece of and, and the thing is you can still they can still, you know, the college can still get a percentage of the sales, but I feel like the players should too. So I'm not saying the college, you know, the players should get all of the money that's being sold from the jersey, but they should get something. So that way it's still, you know, the, the school can still get what they need to get. The facilities can still get what they need to get, lights, taxes, all that stuff. But the player should definitely be able to get some kind of percentage. It's kind of like when you buy LeBron's jersey. He's getting a percentage of that and so is the league. So I just feel like college should be able to do the same thing. But I don't know who said that there should be no college sports journal. I don't I don't agree with that because there's no way that you're going to have a running back in high school just easily transition to be a running back in the NFL. That That's not going to work. Honestly, like I said, the the best way to to test this out would be, and once again, the name of the show is Unwanted Opinion, so I'm giving y'all my unwanted opinion. <laughs> the only way to test that out is is to ask each player, do you want your scholarship or do you want to be paid? I just that's, don't. That's how I, I just, would settle it. I, I just don't think do you want to be paid. I just don't think that's a good way. I feel like there's other ways to test it out, but. If you if you ask a kid, because majority of the kids, is, especially depending on where they come from, they're going to take the money. So I just feel like I just feel like that's not a good way to test it out by saying, hey, scholarship or money, because uh, most kids are going to take the money. Like most kids who need it, who ha- who whose parents are struggling, are definitely going to take the money. So I just don't feel like that's a good way to, to kind of settle it. I feel like they should test it out, but not that kind of way. But if these kids are already getting paid, I can guarantee you their pa- their parents are already getting paid. So why not just take some the kids, take yeah, money on the table and then go? I'm some not, kids, I, and yeah, I'm not but... I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not advertising to take money under the table because that's wrong and that's against the rules. Don't but do I'm it. Saying, a lot of people think the system is broke. The system is not broke because these players, there, there are players, and we've seen it time and time again where the NC, the NCAA catches it. There are players out there that are getting paid. <laughs> to this day. I can guarantee you some day. of the players that are complaining are some of the players that have gotten paid. Oh, of course, because they want like they're they they want more money. So like when you were saying the players who are already getting paid, a lot of them would take the scholarship. No, they want more money. Like they're gonna want to take more money. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a way to test it out. I just don't feel like they should test it out by like, oh, you want a scholarship or do you want money? Like, there's, I feel like there's just another way. I don't know the way, but I just don't think that's the way to test it out. We'll I feel see. like there's a different way. We'll see. I, I just, I, I don't think there's a way to pay all the players. And this is just from the university side, because a lot of people say, you know, the NCAA makes so much money and blah 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 blah. If you look at it, minimum wage was about seven twenty five. When I did this math, you know, I mean, a base, a D1 baseball team has about 30 players, 35 players. If they practice just about 50 hours a week, just throwing a number out there, doing quick math in my head, that's over $12,000. And that's just a week. You know what I'm saying? You don't have and to pay them weekly. Baseball. You don't have to pay them weekly. I'm not saying you have to pay them weekly, but even if you pay them monthly, we're looking at $12,000 just for a week and that's just one sport i mean listen they that's why i said they get a percentage of jersey sales they get they should get a percentage of jersey sales and a percentage of tickets sold whoa (laughs) like i feel like that would be better for them oh they should get a percentage of ticket sales and jersey sold because you're you're we're paying to watch the product on the the field court floor whatever it is that they're doing. So you should get a percentage. To just have the experience though. Experience of what? It's 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 been a proven fact. Experience of what? Like the college like the college game day experience. Just the game experience, not whether a team loses or wins, but what's going on at halftime or what's going on in between the games or what's going on before they, the game. You, but you're but you're still paying to get in the game though, right? To see that. You're not just gonna you're not what are they, I want you to, and this is coming from somebody who works in ticket sales, just FYI. I want you I, I wish there was a survey out there. I wish there were some numbers out there that showed how many people and yes, people, of course, there are gonna be people who go and they remember the wins and losses, but there are a lot of people out there who don't even remember if their team won or lost at the end of the day. 
it's more so about who they went to the game with. There are a lot of groups who go out to games who can care less about the team on the field. But it's the, it's the fact that they're going with the group because if the group didn't go, then they wouldn't attend a game at all because they just don't care. And once again, that's just a handful of people. But I can guarantee you that if the players got a percentage of the ticket sales, Title IX would be an even bigger monster than it is right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that's probably that's probably right. But it's like in a situation like this, it's uh like nobody really wins at the end of the day because you're gonna have oh, like us like like we we disagree on both ends. I mean, but like there's good points to both sides. So it's kind of like no matter what you do, no one's gonna be happy. Like no one, no one is going to like the end result of either situation. Um, nobody's really going going to a hundred percent be all in for any of those situations. Either like like no matter what happens, it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like, for example, like Pokey Chapman getting fired, right? You have some people that are with it, some people that are against it. Nobody's really going to be happy. So any yeah. situation on any on any on any side of the spectrum, no matter if you agree or disagree, you're always going to have somebody's like, but yeah, but this, this, and this. So I just feel like they should try it. They should they should do something. They should do a trial run and see how it goes. Well, they're going to be forced to do something soon because that well, law California, yeah, California. In, in California. And you know what? Look, I'm all for it. Who you know? If I could have got paid for, you know. Playing at my school, I gladly would have would have well, took some points. Well, the thing points, is, but... if it if it passed and the NCAA NCAA doesn't do anything, then yeah. those schools wouldn't be considered an NCAA entity anymore. Of course, of so course, they would have to make their own league, which will then coincide with all the other states who are going to follow suit. Like I think the other state was North Carolina. Yeah, it was North Carolina who was trying to pass the same bill. So that would just cause an even bigger issue for the NCAA. So I expect something to come out in about the next couple of months, couple of weeks, about what they're going to do. And it's, it's going to be interesting. This, is, is all, this has always been an interesting topic for me. At first, I yeah. did say, let's pay, you know. At first, I was all for paying them. And then I did my own research and just kind of found out it, it just, the NCAA makes a lot of money. These schools make a lot of money. But at the end of the day, it's not enough money. I mean, is there ever enough money for anything in life? There's though? never, there's never, <laughs> like, there's never enough anything. money for anything, like at all. Um, so this is this is my last question. Me and Reagan were kind of, I don't want to say we were debating this before we got on, but oh, we kind of kind of talked about this. And for the record, I have no issues with Levar Ball. I don't hate the guy. I can understand the love that he has provided for his family and his sons. But there is a clip from the Ball and Family show with uh, LeVar and Lonzo engaging in a conversation about how Lonzo feels like the brand name for Triple B should be changed. LeVar disagrees. Um, me and Reagan were, were talking about, you know, is LeVar right saying that he doesn't want to change the name Reagan you can tell the people how you felt about it I don't think they should change the name I, I agree with LeVar here when you have a thing is you have to understand that damage control is always happening there is it does not matter the company it does not matter the it, it doesn't matter I can guarantee you Nike is always doing damage control Adidas is always doing damage control. And I'm comparing them to these giant companies because they're the most known companies in the, you know, the sports industry. And they're always doing damage control because there's always, there's always going to be a negative, a negative comment. There's always going to be something going on. Most of these companies, they have, they have, you know, a bad apple, but guess what? that bad apple can easily be thrown away in the garbage. And I can tell you, it's not going to make your loyal fans stop buying your product. It's not going to stop you from getting new fans. What, what happens is you have to turn that bad apple, you have to take the seeds out of the bad apple and turn it into a good apple. And that's just all they have to do. They just have to 
do the damage control, and they have to not start over completely, but re... How am I trying to say this? But they have to put a positive re, re, spin on rebrand, rebrand themselves. They, yeah, is that and, what and you're looking for? Kind of, but yeah, I, I don't think they should. I don't think they should. They should change the name. I think Zoe just needs to understand that Big Baller Brand is their company. Without them, there is no brand. Allen can leave, and it's still there. The boys are still there. LeVar is still there. If one of them left, then boom, there you have it. And I understand that Lonzo has stopped wearing the products, but all he has to do is start back wearing it. And that's one of the issues solved right there. Um, so from what I know, Lonzo's not the only one that's not wearing it anymore. I think the other two brothers stopped too. They stopped um, because Lonzo stopped. Yeah, but they were. But the thing is, they they were with the stoppage too. So it's one thing where you're the head of your brand is talking about how trash the product was, as far as like making the product. Like he went on Josh Hart's podcast to talk about how bad how badly made the shoes were and how he had to change them every quarter because they would put like a hole would break in them and he would have no grip and everything so it's like you have this guy who's supposed to be an ambassador for your brand and he's even telling you how bad the brand was as far as the making and and model of the shoes so it's like i I, it's like do you really want do you really want in in basketball like do you really want to wear a shoe that's gonna bust through and i know y'all are gonna say zion bust through a nike but that was a completely different situation. That was, was like a freak. I think it. I think it was. I mean, he's with Jordan his, anyway. Did his, but... his foot still break through the shoe? Yo, his foot broke through the shoe. But I've seen like quality shoes get broken before too. But the thing is, is like the difference is, is I agree the when you said something about damage control, I, I do agree with that. But this was bad. Like this was this was really bad and. It you know was bad when and I know you said you didn't see this this episode that came out you know prior but it's bad when Lonzo's trying to talk to his dad and his dad's kind of just not bringing it up and didn't want to talk about it. It's like how are we gonna fix the issue when you don't want to talk about it? Like you can't fix any type of issue and anything if you don't talk about it. So it's like see that back and forth. I feel what Lonzo was saying. Even if Levar doesn't want to change the name, Levar should still admit, like, yeah, you know, the situation was wrong. We don't have don't to change think, the name, but we can rebrand or something. I don't think that's the issue. I think he knows the situation was wrong. I think what Lonzo is trying to do is say, oh, he he tarnished the name. He did this. He did this. I mean, in a hey, way, I can people, see People he... aren't blaming. People aren't blaming Triple B's for that. People are blaming Allen for that. They're That's not, they're but doing. people they're, also they're blame. Siding, they're not siding with Allen. They're siding with the Ball Brothers. No, of course, but people also blame Levar too, though, because Levar didn't do enough of his homework to see what, what kind of person Allen was. Well, so, like, it, they were friends before. Yeah. If uh, if. If I'm your, I didn't look into you when we first started talking, and look where that got us. Oh, maybe, maybe came, you should have. Like, oh, Crystal done been to jail. She, she stabbed all the money, and I'm just like, okay, I didn't know this. Then I'm gonna separate myself from you. Yo, guess what? I'm still in all Lonzo, the money. Lonzo, Lonzo, <laughs> Lonzo talked to Levar, and guess what? Allen ain't been around since, bro. No, he hasn't been around. You know why? Because they can't even get a hold of Alan. They were trying to contact him and ask him what was going on. And dude, like, fell off the face of the earth. That's nobody, a- nobody can find him. And They've I'm- been looking. That's 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 probably a blessing because they don't need to get in contact with him. It happened. It ain't nothing that they can do about it now. They can sue. But guess what? Is that the, is that gonna get them their money back? Probably <laughs> they, not. They look. They gonna sue and Alan. They gonna win the money that. Alan no him. longer has. No, I, I, I doubt. I doubt he has that. But it, it's exactly. honestly, it's just, it's one of those situations where, like, it's, it's tough. It's sad. You know, that's still at the end of the day, that's still a father son, and you could tell they're both hurt by the situation. And it's unfortunate because they let this guy come in and kind of ruin what they made. And 
I think that's what hurts LeVar too, is that they all like, we don't want to do it. We don't want anything to do with it anymore. And he's kind of like, well, this is something that was supposed to be for us. And we let one person get in the way of that. So at the end of the day, it's, it's just, you got to be careful who's around you and who's in, who's, you know, who's in your squad. So that means I got to watch Reagan because Reagan may be trying to steal $2 million. You got $2 million, you trying to steal Reagan? Let me know if you got $2 million because that means I got to say night. I got to be nice to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 uh, but it, it's just, it's just tough, man. I mean, being a part of something that you wanted to start that you were so, that's like a, that's like a child, you know, that's like your baby. That's, that's something that was their baby collectively. And, you know, now the baby's adopted, the baby's gone. We'll see how it ends up. But um, everyone, I mean, thanks for listening. We probably went a little bit too long on, on certain topics, but hope you stuck in there with us. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at UnwantedPod. And you can also follow our personal Twitters. My Twitter is at underscore RAP24. Once again, for people like KT who can't hear, that is underscore rap24. And my Twitter is puptent10, P-U-P-T-E-N-T, uh, with the number 10. Again, P-U-P-T-E-N-T, 10. Reagan just mac she turned 45, like, a few weeks ago. So she's got to, you know, <laughs> give me all the old lady jokes that she can. <laughs> but it's all love here, folks. Uh, we may agree and we may disagree on uh, some things. But at the end of the day, we in this together. We, uh, I can, I can truly say KT is my homie for life. And, um, (laughs) she's my homie for life. We've been in this thing for about, I don't even know, since I was in high school, which is insane to even think about. But, um, thank y'all for listening. Catch you on the flip side. Let your mamas, your baby mamas, your sister's mama and your brother's mama listen. And, uh, we out. Bye-bye.